This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Real Men Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about Pride Month and how it's affecting our families and the men. Let's get with it on Real Men Talk. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts, Anthony Kurnut and Craig Reynolds. What's up, guys? Welcome to Real Men Talk. This is Anthony Kurnut here. Hey, and this is Craig Reynolds. All right, so this week we're going to be talking about Pride Month. Um, this is a dreaded topic. I'm going to be real honest. It's been kind of difficult um, because I, I automatically know we're going to get backlash. I automatically know that um, there are going to be people who are offended, but this is biblical truths. And I want everybody to know right off the bat, we are not talking about any individuals, um, but we have got to address the spirit that is driving this, whatever you want to call it, this momentum, this movement, and we've got to tackle it head on. Um, Isaiah 520 says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Mm -hmm. Homosexuality, um, you you know, this whole thing behind Pride Month, you know, it is, it's, it's attacking our families. Um, I see it in the schools. I did a lot of substitute teaching this year and, uh, I go in and I see kids who are struggling with it. Um, and I see people who are, are being divided families who are being divided. And, you know, we see, you know, like down in Florida where we have them, they're attacking our, our, our children. They're wanting to teach um, transgenderism and, um, and, and all this stuff to our kids, um, young kids, you know, third, second, first graders, and they're fighting for this, you know, and all the whole time they're screaming for basic, for equal rights. And that's not what's, that's not what's happening. Um, what is happening is they're wanting to overtake and, um, and today we're going to address that. Um, first and foremost, we need to understand that homosexuality um, is a sin. And nowhere in the Bible does it condone or promote homosexuality. Um, if you'd like to discuss that with me, I'd be more than happy to. Um, let me know. Um, of course, you know, we'll, we'll give our email addresses and stuff like that. We can, we can address it. But the fact of the matter is homosexuality is a sin. Yes. 
yeah, you know, this is uh, one of them topics, kind of like you said at the beginning, Anthony. Um, you know, it uh, it's something that people tiptoe on um, in and out of the church, you know. It, and I, I've, I've noticed this even in the lives of certain individuals who, uh, say, have been uh, a part of the church. They've been, they're Christians. They've been saved for many, many years, if not all their lives. And it's something that even their personal views, they have, uh, they have changed on a little bit uh, because maybe now they have a son, a daughter, a granddaughter that's a homosexual and, right. and, um, and they don't want to address these things. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's a sad uh, world we live in because we live in, you know, in America and we're supposed to have these, these freedoms and you know, these rights, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, you know, and things of those natures. And, it seems at times that that only applies to, you know, certain individuals in certain groups, you know, and and when it comes to this issue of of LGBT, you know, homosexuality, transgender, you know, it's OK to to speak on those things if you're promoting it, if you're for it. But if you say anything against it in even in love and biblical truth, uh, you all automatically become the bad guy. You become the villain. That's right. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know. This, you know, this month of June, you know, this is what has been come, become known as Pride Month. Um, and, you know, I just I find that very ironic. Um, like we've discussed before, you know, pride itself is sin. The word, the, the, the meaning of pride itself is sin. Um, you know, in fact, it is the original sin. Uh, it, is what, it is pride that made the devil the devil. Um, you know, in Isaiah 14 and 12 through 15, the Bible says how you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how you are cut down from the ground. You who weaken the nations for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol to the lowest depths of the pit. You know, it's here that we read where where Lucifer himself became so full of pride, so full of, of um, himself that he wanted to exalt himself above God. That's uh, right. If you look at at any sin, no matter what it is, sexual immorality of any kind, uh, lying, anything, it all is it all roots to pride. Pride is the root of all sin. And uh, and, you know, homosexuality, uh, transgenderism, it, it's no different than the other sin. It, it comes from pride. And they and this word pride, pride month, you know, in, in the LGBT community using it as um, as the slogan, if you will, as their yeah. as their as their driving force. It, it's not coincidence. It just it it points out the very spirit that is driving this uh, agenda. That's exactly right. And I, I don't they have deceived and promoted this in such a way. I don't even think that people understand what they're saying when they say Pride Month. You know, th this is the uh, I, I believe this is the second year where we've had a Pride Month um, oh. where June is is the official what they're calling Pride Month. And um, they have they have twisted this and they have put so much fear um, into anybody who speaks against it um, yes. And, and, yes. and all this stuff. And and people just use it so 
fluently like it's no big deal and and the the very fact that it is called pride month shows the spirit that is behind this movement which is what we're what we want to talk about today um you know Psalms 410 says the wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God and God is not in all his thoughts. Um, You know, everywhere we see, um, you know, first John 216 says for all that is in the world, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and the pride of of life is not of the father, but of the world. Absolutely. And again, we are not attacking individual people, but we want to bring light to the spirit that is driving this movement that is deceiving people that have these people that have fallen prey to this uh, this lie um that you know you, you're born this way or you know all these uh, all these lies that, that that are being associated you know with this now um and they're they're false they're a lie yes, yes. um you were not born that way. God does not make mistakes. He's never made a mistake. He never will. Um, he loves you, and he does not wish for you to partake in this sin. No. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, that's the thing. Uh, you know, you, you really got to look at at, at the uh the ultimate result and the end and the end result of, of pride of, of what, no matter what it is, uh, you know, in, in Proverbs 18 and 12, it says before uh, his downfall, a man's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. Uh, Proverbs 8 and 13 says the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth. I hate, uh, Proverbs eleven two says, "When pride comes, then comes shame." But with the humble is wisdom. Uh, you know, Amen. before if you look at at pride, uh, I'm gonna and you know this is relevant to to the discussion of of this topic of homosexuality and everything else. You know, you look at Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter nineteen. You know, it was it was pride. It was that proud, arrogant, you know, attitude, that haughtiness, that your way is better than and then anyone's you know and um and you know i i saw something matter of fact today on a on social media it was it was a girl that i went to school with and she was arguing with uh with a with a guy that i know on on a post pertaining this matter of homosexuality this girl is uh she's lesbian she's married to a woman and uh and she said that you know I just don't see how God can judge me for who I love. You know, he sees who I am. I'm a good person. I'm this, I'm that. And I was thinking, wow, first, you know, how deceitful, you know, how, how deceived she really is. But two, how proud is that? You right. know, I mean, put you got to put those things aside and look at what Scripture says on the matter. Scripture is very black and white, very straight to the point on this this particular matter of gender and sexuality. And, um, and, you know, when we do those things, when we put 
you know, our own things. That is that is pride at its core. You know, the yes, fact it is. Uh, the fact that uh, you know, and I'm going to make a very bold statement here. And if I get backlash, I get backlash, but it's fine. Uh, I got to speak the truth. the The fact that behind the LGBT community has used a rainbow for their colors as their flag is one of the most arrogant things that you could do because Absolutely. that was that was a symbol of a promise of God to his people and it has been used now to promote something that is perverse and sinful right there was there was no accident there you know just no. like there's no accident that it's called pride month um it's it's what drives again the it just shows the spirit that is driving this movement um the fact that they are taking everything that god um represents and his promises towards us and, and all these different things they are taking, they are twisting. We yes. even have, quote, and I, I know you can't see me, but my air quotes, um, homosexual pastors. Yeah. That are that are promoting this in a like a wildfire. And um, that even that in itself, you know, that, you know, that. uh denying of scripture that that proud attitude and and having that and bringing that into the church has is now causing uh friction and division among the church because there's whole denominations splitting over that particular matter because you have some disregarding biblical truth and saying it's okay to 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 be gay and to get behind the pulpit and preach and things like that when it is not right and now there's there's a whole denomination splitting I mean, so this is what this is when you don't follow biblical principle and truth. That is that is just a small uh, example of what can happen. That's exactly right. You know, um, we've we've tackled the the conversation of sin and what it does. And homosexuality is it's unique um, in its own in its own way, I mean, good grief, God destroyed yes. nations over homosexuality. You look at Sodom and Gomorrah, um, you, you know, and of course, homosexuality is, is called an abomination. Um, there, are, there aren't many sins that are um, underneath that, that category. Um, you know, and throughout the entire Bible, you see... You see homosexuality spoke on, you know, you'll hear people give the argument. Well, that's that's an Old Testament statement. Well, that's not true. No. You know, First Timothy one um, ten says for the sexual and immoral, for those practicing homosexuality, for slave traders and lighters and prejudices and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine. You know, yeah. yes, there are many other sins, but today, you know, today homosexuality seems to be so prevalent and so running. Um, it's it's insane. Of course, Romans one twenty seven says in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Yes. 
Um, you, you know, so we see it. And of course, there, we could be here all night about scriptures that talk against homosexuality. Um, yeah. You, you know, and all that stuff. And of course, we we go to go to the Old Testament, um, and it says, you know, Leviticus twelve thirteen. If a man has sexual relations with a with a man, he does as one does with a woman. Both of them have um, done what is detestable, and they are to be put to death. Their own blood would be on their own heads. So, of course, you know, here we're talking about the old law, and I understand that we live under disposition of grace. Um, but nonetheless, it is it is a detestable act against God because it goes against the order of which God created things. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, you know, you talk about the Old Testament from the very beginning in the book of Genesis, you know, you see God made it made man. And then, you know, he said that he, uh, you know, man, it's not good that man be alone. that He needed a helper. And he created a woman from the man. And, you know, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 20 says, 24, it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. You see the very institution of marriage established between That's man right. and woman in the beginning. And, you know, I, I hear this. I, I've heard this said. Uh, more on more than one occasion. Well, you know, Jesus never addressed this topic of homosexuality. Well, uh, that's not necessarily true. Uh, you know, in Matthew chapter 19, this is just one example. You read in the other uh, books of, you know, of the Gospels, uh, you'll you read the same thing. But in, in Matthew 19, chapter uh, verses four through six, it says, and he answered, talking about Jesus, and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. You see right here Christ himself, God in flesh, God on earth, the Son of God, the one who came and died in our place, he even establishes again the institution of marriage between one man, one woman in the eyes of God. That's right. It, and, That's it's right. Something, and it's something that never changed throughout Scripture. You know, Paul, he dealt with it in his ministry. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10 uh, says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor uh, adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. This is something from Genesis to Revelation that never changed. That's right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, some of the other movements that are being pushed by this LGBTQ um, agenda. Let's take a break. If you want to be part of the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. If you have a question or comment about this week's show, please email us at realmenatpalaceofpraise.com. 
Now, back to the show with Anthony and Craig. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Men Talk. Anthony Kernot here with Craig Reynolds. Yo. All right, so we've been talking about this Pride Month, and what I want to discuss is some of the other movements that are along with this this Pride Month, such as the multiple genders. Of course, you know the the that's the whole thing behind the LGBTQ whatever whatever the letters and, and abbreviations are there now. Um, but the simple fact is is that God has created two genders. And that's it. Um, you see at the beginning of Revelation, just like Craig had said before we went to break, um, you know, God created man and woman. Um, he, and here's a simple fact when, there, when it comes to it. God does not make mistakes. No. Ever. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing when he created a man and a woman. You, you know, and then you get into uh, marriage. You know, of course, Craig, you talked a little bit about that also. You know, God created marriage. And therefore, the, the, and we've discussed this in other podcasts before too, but when, when you take what God has created, okay, so God created marriage, one man, one woman, anything outside of that definition is not marriage. You can you can call it what you you know same sex marriage all you want. It is not marriage, not because it's not a biblical view of marriage. It's because it is not defined as marriage. Marriage is between one woman and one man, and that is the way that it is designed. Um, it, you, you know that's the way God designed it to to procreate. And yes. to populate the earth, um, you, you know, there it, it was not it was not an accident. It's not like you know, oh, you know, hey, sex is good, so you know, you guys just do it with whoever you want. That's not the purpose. Before God made sex good for a reason, inside the confines of marriage. Yes, you know, and they they want to take this and distort it and twist it and and, and lie on it and, and all this stuff. And again, just like everything else, just like the pride, just like the rainbow, it is slapping God in the face. Yeah. Well, you know, one thought I, I, I've had on this is, um, and it's been something that's been really eating at me. Is like, okay, you know, you see this Pride Month, you know, and it's it's. I mean, it is. Uh, commercialize it as it is pushed everywhere. I mean, kids shows everywhere, uh, uh, social media, everywhere you go, schools, you know, wherever you go. And, and here's, here's my thing. And, and there's a lot of Christians that will not stand up against it and speak against this, this issue. And even no, even knowingly, uh, knowing that it's sin, they have the knowledge of it, they, but they They're don't want to address it. Yeah, they're scared. They're, you know, they're they're I, they've bowed to the culture. They've they've caved into this woke, you know, wokeism. But here's the thing: uh, if they were doing something like, uh, if there was an say an adultery uh, appreciation day or adultery month, you know, celebration month, well, we would stand up in arms over that. If there was right. liar appreciation week or liar appreciation day, we'd be up in arms celebrating sin like that. Or thieves, you know, come do what you want. Hey, it's it's a uh, hey, buy one or steal one, get one free. You know, appreciation day for thieves. We'd be up in arms about that. Anything like that when it comes to those. But this particular sin, for whatever reason, we do not 
we don't stand up to, we don't stand up to it and uh, right. and, and you know I, a certain minister that you know i i uh, follow you know some on on some issues you know he, he's got some good teachings when it comes to to uh you know, wokeism and, and critical race theory. He, he said this quote and man, I, I think this is so very true. It hit me, it hit me so hard. You know, I was like, wow, you know, a very bold statement, but it was very, it was truth. And, uh, and he said, don't let anyone tell you that this is not, that it's not loving. If you stand flat foot and speak the truth about this issue of homosexuality, what's not loving is to look someone in the eye when God says they are in jeopardy of an eternity in hell and merely wink and nod at their sin because you are afraid of being called names. Speak the truth, saints. Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, we have become so distorted in our thinking, you know, we want to talk about how amazing heaven is and how great it is and and that it is. It is going to be great. It'll blow our own human mind. But what we don't want to address is how horrific hell is going to be. That's right. And and here's the thing. Hey, we've all had to come to a, a realization of our sin. Whether it was separated all of us, yes. Whether it was alcoholism, whether it was lying, whether it was we, the same blood and everything that it took to save me and to save you is the same is the same uh, is, that it takes to save the homosexual, the transgender. But we cannot bow to the culture. We have to stand up like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and not bow to what is going on and bow to these things that are going and 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 to the things of this culture. We have to stand up and refuse to to and, and I mean and do it in love, but but not bow and and say we're gonna be silent. That's exactly right. And the and the reason why is is just like what, what you had said. It's because we love people enough not to leave them in their mess. Yes, we cannot as Christian, as Christian men, we cannot we we can't allow this to go on any longer. And it's not understand it is not the people that we need to attack It is not the people. These people have fallen prey to a lie. It is the spirit that we need to take head on. Um, We need to, to call out and, and, and expose him for who he is, you know, because the truth is, you, you know, you have, you, you have the homosexuality, you have, you, you know, the transgenderism, you know, which which is a topic all on its own. This this yes. whole mess that that people can change their genders and yada, yada, yada. You can say what you want. Scientifically, that's not it, it doesn't change anything. You still have the male chromosomes or you still have the female chromosomes and all that stuff. When they dig up your bones 100 years from now, they're going to be able to tell with whether or not you are a man and a woman, not because you had a penis or didn't have a penis. It's because of your DNA. Yes. And I, mean, I know that it, sounds vulgar, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, and I mean that's that's you know even if you want to not even look at it from a biblical standpoint, I mean right. that is that is just a scientific standpoint, you know. And it, I I just you know it, it's just something that's really been it's been burning, you know, because uh, so many people, you know, I know we've read uh, the book. Um, Anthony, uh, both of us, that we will not be silenced. We've mentioned yes. it in podcast four, you know, Erwin Lutzer, you know, he has a church in Chicago. I mean, you want to talk about a man who has stood for truth, you know, I mean, he had people on his doorsteps 
of his church threatening to burn the place down, to bust the windows out, throw bricks through the window, but stood his ground and spoke the truth. You know, I'm not saying, you know, uh, here's the thing. We understand that this is not a flesh and blood fight. It is a spiritual fight and we have to fight it, uh, you know, spiritually, but also at the same time, the things that happen in the natural are a result of something that's already took place in the spiritual. That's you know, these things that we see going on with the push of LGBT, you know, it's getting pushed in our schools, getting crammed down our kids. throats. they don't want us pushing Jesus down people's throats, but this can be pushed down our kids throats and, and everywhere else, you know, uh, it's already something that's been taken in into the uh, into the it's happened in the spiritual to be taken and now it's taking place in the natural, and you know it, it is a sign of the times we live in. We're living in the last days. You know, I I firmly believe the second coming of Jesus Christ is closer than it ever has been before, uh, and and you know it is just a direct attack on God's creation and His plan and everything that He has. Just like abortion, it is an attack on God's creation and on what on what He has designed. And, um, and, you know, I just, we really have to stand, uh, firm, uh, you know, one verse that I was, uh, going to share, uh, as far as when it comes to, you know, addressing these issues is, uh, first Corinthians 16 and 13, it says, be bold and tell the truth, be alert, stand firm in the faith, act like a man and be strong. You know, I mean, guys, that's what we got to do, especially us as men, men, we are, you know, we're, whether you, you know, have a wife and kids or you, you know, like me, I, it's just me and my wife. And well, uh, I'm a, I got a kitten now, you know, I'm not a cat guy, but somehow <laughs> got that. But, you know, I'm still the priest of my home, you know, it's that's still right. my job to, to protect that home and to, and to instruct, uh, my, you know, my wife and the ways that we should go and in biblical truth have devotions. You know, this is something you can ask my wife. This is something that I'm passionate about. I've talked to her about this, you know, and, and she's agreed. She knows where I, you know, she, she knows what the scripture says. Um, and, and, you know, this is something we stand firm on, you know, in a loving way, but, you know, guys, this is, you know, this is where we, we bring our families and we bring our friends and we tell them like, look, this is what the Bible says. You know, and not cower down. We have to be men, guys. We we cannot right. afford to sit down and, and and you know we've allowed people to take care of of you know kids and and families. Everybody else take care of them for long enough. It's time us as Christian men, godly, courageous leaders. It's time to stand up, take our place, our rightful place. Grab the bull by the horns and and to stand firm and not cower down. That's exactly right. Yeah, and it's it is our job. We are we are not only the priests of our homes, but we are the protectors of our homes. You know, and me, um, you know, I've got six children, and I am very passionate about this um, because I I've been in the schools, I've seen where it has been attacked. You know, of course, we're here. We are we're in Southeast Missouri. The curriculum, not so much, but through the the people and allowing yes. people, um, allowing kids to to change their names um, and different things like that. Why are we entertaining this at all? It's yeah. because it has been so much pushed down our throats that if we say anything, we're going to get sued 
or we're going to get, you know, blackballed or whatever, whatever it is. And we, we cannot live in this fear anymore. We have got to call out the spirit that is yes. driving this. You know, and the truth is, here's, here's the thing. I heard, I heard a TikTok the other day and I was, I was appalled. This person was talking about how, um, the, and they were they they were homosexuals, and they they were talking about how there's nobody ever that has ever been delivered from homosexuality, okay? <laughs> which is a lie. Yeah, which is a lie. There are I've actual testimonies. Uh, yeah, uh, multiple testimonies. Yeah, you know, and the truth is, is that God loves. Loves them just like he loves the drug addict, just like he loves the yes. liar, just like he loves the gossiper, just like he loves the murderer. He loves them and he wants to deliver them. He wants to save their souls. Um, you, you know, and he, they can live in perpetual victory. First Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, it says, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves for those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or are abusive and or cheat on people None of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Some of you, this is verse 11, some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed, you were made holy, you were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. This is an encounter of people being delivered of yes. homosexuality just as they were delivered from everything else. It says, some of you were once like this, but yes. now you were cleansed through the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the sin, sin, sin. You know, we talked about this um, in, in the last couple of podcasts. You know, sin, sin is sin. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, it, it is all. And God is big enough to deliver you from whatever it is. And he loves you. And he wants to see you set free from the yeah. bondages, from the wounds that put you in the situation, from all these. You can have perpetual victory. Um, you can be completely you don't have to live in shame you don't have to live in condemnation you can be completely delivered and completely whole by the blood of jesus yes yeah you know those uh, verses in first corinthians chapter six i love it because that is two thousand year proof that there is a freedom from sin that there's exactly you know, right. whether it's homosexuality, alcoholism, whatever it is, you know, this world wants to always, you know, nowadays give so many excuses for lifestyles, you know, of whether it's uh, addictions and things like that. But that is proof that there is freedom from those sins. That's and, exactly uh, right. And you know, I, you know, Jesus said in uh, in John chapter three, uh, verse three said. Uh, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
you know, it all comes, we've all had to be born again, you know, thus they're saved. You know, I, you hear all the time, uh, especially people that were born or, you know, that, that claim to be uh, homosexual or transgender, you know, I was born this way. Well, be born again, because, That's you right. know, that, that is the cure, you know, Acts 4, 12 says, nor is there salvation any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. It is the name of Jesus. You call on the name of the Lord. He will save you. And, uh, and he will give you a new life. You will, you could become a new creation. Second Corinthians five and 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Be old. All things that become new. There is hope. There is freedom. There is salvation. There is deliverance. And as Jesus Christ, and I want to just share one last verse, uh, just to, just a great reminder. And it's Romans five and eight. And it says, but God demonstrates his love toward us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's right. And maybe you're struggling today with homosexuality. Uh, maybe you have a kid, a grandkid, a niece, a nephew, um, whatever it is um, that that is struggling with this. Or maybe you just have questions, questions about where you should stand on it, um, how you should stand um, uh, against this movement. Ask us. You can reach us at realmen at palaceofpraise.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Message us. We would love to discuss this with you. We'd love to to pray with you. Um, whatever you you know, whatever you need, just let us know. Um, and as always, I'd like to end in a prayer. Holy Spirit, teach us to be leaders of our homes our communities, and our churches, and teach us to be godly, courageous men. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Phrase Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com, or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service.
you want to be part of the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. 